Magical Humans! This is the Transatlantic Trans Mask Podcast, accompanying you on your own trans journey or giving you an insight into ours. I'm your host, Frit Tam. And I'm your other host, Ryan Reese. We hope you'll come along for all the stories, shares, challenges, changes, questions, affirmations, and euphoria as it relates to each of our transitions happening in real time from across both sides of the pond. In today's episode, we'll be discussing hair, as in haircuts, hairstyles, hair on your head. (laughs) But before we begin, I want to welcome and say thanks to all of you out there listening and tuning in from all across the world. We really hope that this podcast can help and inspire you in some way. Also, we would love for you to interact with us in the comments if you're on YouTube or on Twitter, trans at mask, T-R-A-N-S-A-T-M-A-S-C. We're taking future episode ideas and we will also be conducting polls to better include the community in our discussions. So definitely reach out and connect. All right. Let's talk about hair. Hair, 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 hair. Let's talk about hair. Let's talk about hair, baby. Let's talk about hair. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what hair songs could we come up with? <laughs> That's the one I came up with. Nice. Okay. Let's start with, Ryan, can you describe your hair to anyone who's listening to the podcast? Obviously, if they're watching on YouTube, they will be able to see it. But on the podcast, what does your hair look like? Currently, um, a little overgrown. It's short. It is a short haircut. <laughs> I'm not stoked about it at the moment. Let's take off the headphones for a second. Let's see. It's kind of fluffy. Um, it is, it's a full head of hair so far. We're still good on that. And it's kind of reddish in tint a little bit still. I had like really red hair when I was a kid. I guess straw. people used to say strawberry blonde or auburn as well. And yeah, it's kind of grown out. I chopped it all off pretty recently to kind of get that masculine vibe that I wanted. Describe your hair, Fred. Yours is looking sharp. Well, right. So um, sharp would be a good word purely for how solid it is. Like it just doesn't move. (laughs) So sharp is a good descriptor for sometimes I get splinters of my own hair, would you believe? You're like, ah, so sharp from the gel. Right, so... But basically, because I'm Chinese, so I've got quite sort of stereotypical Chinese hair in the sense that it's like really thick and also there's a lot of it. But yeah, so like at this length, it's got like, I've basically got short back and sides. And I guess when I was younger, I would call this a ski slope. I'm like turning around. To oh, a ski slope. Cause it, oh, because it's kind of like going up in the front. A ski slope. Like, whoop. Yeah, a little like lift in the <laughs> yeah. front. Mm-hmm. Whoop. I have not styled my hair for the hair podcast. That was kind of, (laughs) whoops, my bad. (laughs) No, but I basically, I do kind of basically wake up like this. I do put some product in it and I can tell the difference, but my girlfriend can never tell the difference. Really? She like goes to like touch my head and I'm like, no, 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 my hair's done. She's like, I literally can't tell when your hair's done and when your hair's not done. I'm like, what do you mean? I've like put some effort in. It's because your hair is nice and thick, so it has good body. I mean, I used to like complain so much about my thick hair and my mom was always like, oh, you'll be thankful when you get older. And now I see what she means because as you know, as it gets thin, as we get older. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about hair as relating to our transness because I've I've had some interesting mm-hmm. uh, kind of relationship with my hair over the years. I'm sure you have as well. Fred. Tell me more. Yeah, tell me more about your journey. No, you tell me more. You start this time. <laughs> no, you tell Okay. <laughs> no, you tell me. <laughs> so, you have to go first. Okay, all right, fine. So um, in this YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we'll put photos up also 
Will we? You happy with that? Mm. To put some photos yeah, in? Yeah, that's funny. I was actually going to ask you about that. Yes, definitely. Because cool. what's going on right now is not indicative of how it always looks. But <laughs> it's all right. It's fluffy. I'm looking at myself in the camera, fluffing it up. <laughs> so I am... Um, right, so when I was a kid, I had a short kind of bob. Didn't we all? So it was very like cut here by my chin and then it kind of went up rounded and then a fringe sat right on my eyebrows so i was just the pure chinese girl just with your little perfectly framing your face just a frame yeah hair frame because uh, because i've got i've got so much of this strong chinese hair just i mean it'll just do it'll just hang it, it hangs really well and then when i was about 10 i asked my mom to cut it short because i was like i really want short hair and i basically wanted this hair that i've got now but i was too afraid to ask for that so instead i got a bowl cut so i kept the fringe <laughs> the bob to the bowl it's a classic move <laughs> yeah it just kind of went over my ears a bit down the back and then it was like it was too short to tie it up and that was kind of my indicator of ah, oh, short hair this is where the boundary is between short hair and long hair is whether you can tie it up or not how did you feel about that going from that you couldn't tie your hair up anymore that you finally got that short that short hair i felt really good about it but I still was like, this is, I, I think deep down, I felt like... It's not quite what I wanted. Yeah. It was like a stepping stone to what I wanted. Um, kind of like easing myself or others into what it was that I really wanted. And then as a teenager, I was a massive emo teenager. So I kept the fringe, obviously, the emo fringe that kind of went over one eye. I think it went over this eye. A little slanted and a little angled. Yeah, 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 yeah angled bang action oh, 100% you get a crick in the neck because you have to kind of constantly hold it this way so you can actually see <laughs> <laughs> did you have like a little hair flip that you would do too did you like kind of have like a, a little brush back yeah yeah to see anything or like to write something down or like sign for something just like flick it back yes and then so I had like a big emo fringe and at the back I spiked it all out in the mornings I would like put my head over the edge of the bath I did something similar this is so funny <laughs> did you You'd like tip your head into the sink kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Wet, wet the back of my head, blow dry that up, put loads of product in it so that all of that was like standing up and then all of like the front and the sides was just like my parting started halfway down the left side of my head. <laughs> and then the other side of your head. Yeah, like the biggest comb over you've ever seen. And then just chucked that all over into an emo fringe. And that's the style that I rocked for quite a few years too. I really enjoyed that actually. Um and were you like, I feel like you're like kind of touching into like, this feels a little bit more androgynous maybe? Yes. I, I did sort of reflect on the fact that actually that emo phase of my life, I think I felt so much more comfortable with than other areas of my childhood and adolescence, because I think a lot of the way that the emo culture is in terms of hair and clothes and makeup is sort of, it blurs the boundaries between genders. So you know, you could identify as mm -hmm. whatever gender you liked, but you'd probably wear the same clothes as somebody else who identifies as a different gender. And there would be no, there would be no sort of, um, there would be no issues with it. You just sort of acknowledge each other with probably like an emo nod or something and put some emo music on and you'd be great. You'd be friends forever. The emo thing is so interesting because, um, Shall I swing into some of my hair stories? Yeah, go for it, yeah. 
Okay, I mean, we can we can kind of swap back and forth here, but I was kind of more into punk rock when I was in high school, and I did a similar thing. I guess I'll back up, but it's kind of a similar story that when I was younger, you know, I had just like whatever little kid hair. And then I think actually one of my first haircuts that I got, my mom said, what do you want? And of course, like, again, you're like a kid, right? Aren't you like four when you get your first haircut or something? And this is around the time that I'm starting to figure out my gender. And I was like, I want a short haircut, like a boy, like a boy. And so my mom's like, okay, yeah, you can have a short haircut. And there's the, we're going to show the photo. It's like, you know, classic kind of bob looking thing (laughs) rounded around my head. And my mom said, and this is so funny because again, she's kind of in denial still about all of my trans stuff. But she always would tell the story of when I turned, they turned me around to look at myself in the mirror. And my mom said, I had the biggest smile on my face. And I said, I look like a boy. And I just had this like elation just from this haircut right like this is my first like gender euphoria euphoria with hair and hair is such a huge thing in our community i feel like for everyone right it's such an expressive part of ourselves and yeah so that was kind of the first instance but then i had so much i had so much like denial about like my existence as being kind of tomboyish so i was always like playing this fine line so after that i really just grew my hair long Um, That's kind of tied into being shamed pretty much when I would be um, read as a boy because I I learned quite early Mm -hmm. on that that was like not a good thing. And so having short hair, people would just think I was a boy immediately. So I was like, how can I differentiate myself? And one of those things was to have long hair. So if I had long hair, I wouldn't get mistaken for a boy. I could dress as boyish as I wanted. And the long hair generally Mm -hmm. gave it away that I was a girl in quotes. Um, So I kept with my long hair for a really, really long time. And I was really guarded about it. Like whenever I'd go to the salon or, you know, haircut place, they'd be like, oh, what do you want to do? You want to do something different? You want layers? And I'd just say, no, like, just take one inch. Like, I wouldn't let them do more than like an inch. Like, so yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's like weird. I got like protective over it. So I would have them just take like, just clean it up. And I just wanted it straight, long. I didn't want, obviously, now looking back on it, I didn't want something girly. This was like a way to have Mm. it be feminine without it being girly, if that makes sense. So I would just Mm. like cut cut the ends off and leave it long. And I almost always wore it in like a low ponytail or pigtails. I was a pigtail kid. (laughs) And are we going to have photos of this in the YouTube video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. When, when my partner first saw the photos of me when I was a kid, she was like, of course you were a pigtail kid. <laughs> and some of my teachers would call me like Pippi, like Pippi Longstockings. But I think to me, again, it was a way to like have something that wasn't like, I don't know, pigtails aren't like super typical, like they're not girly, they're kind of like quirky and funny. And I think that's why I liked it. Like I didn't want to have like this like high ponytail, like I didn't Mm -hmm. want a bun, you know, wearing it down, it would like get in my way. And so somehow I just decided that pigtails were me. And whenever I would drop myself as a kid, like it was me with the pigtails. That's how I differentiated (laughs) myself. (laughs) Um, And then it wasn't until uh, eighth grade That's when I finally got the guts up to cut my hair off short. And I had a couple friends that had chopped their hair off. And that kind of made me feel like I could do it. 
And so that was the time when I then I went short hair and was like, oh, I want to have it spiky. And so I was doing something really similar to Frit, which was having kind of the front like moved over a little bit, like tamed. And then I would spike it out in the back. (laughs) So funny that we had like a similar thing. And I remember being all excited about like my hair gels and like getting it spiky. Oh, right? I got yeah. so excited about hair products. Oh, I yeah. wanted to use hair products so badly. Sure, you know, the back was all fluffed up, right? And then in high school, I went more like full spiky head. Like I would just try to get it cut because then a, a girl that was on my ice hockey team, I played on ice hockey, she got her hair like bleached and spiked. And I was like, what? Like, I want to do that. So a lot of times it was someone else that was female or a girl that was like giving me permission to like have short hair because I seriously had this like fear that like my mom would get mad at me for like being too boyish because like this was always this like game we kind of played and so like if another girl was doing it I could be like oh well she has short hair like that like then I can do it right like I'm just another girl with short hair even though Mm -hmm. of course deep down I was like oh I like that it looks masculine so tell me what kind what kind of hairstyle did you have before the hair you have now and what did it feel like to change your hair to the hairstyle that you have now Yeah, I had, once again, it was kind of like I would go through these phases of like wanting to chop it all off and feel masculine, but then it's kind of weird. I don't know if this is, other people have experienced this, but sometimes having the short hair would almost like enhance my dysphoria because I hadn't like quite admitted to myself what was going on. And so- Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it would like remind me of Mm. like, you wanna be like a boy. Like when you cut your hair short, you kind of get that like feeling that it's that you're closer and then it would it would make Mm. me face it almost in a way and so Mm. a lot of times there's like a couple things with that so that's one and then the other thing was I really liked to travel and I was always jealous of guys that could like grow out like their beard and you know you kind of see like the progress of their trip and like slowly like oh they're just clean shaven at the beginning and then it's like stubbly and then like by the end (laughs) of the trip it's like this mammoth beard that they have and I was always really (laughs) jealous of that and I always really wanted it and so I would do it kind of with my hair so like this one trip that I went on, I was traveling for a bit. So I buzzed all my hair off at the at the beginning and I wanted to see like the progress no kind way. of like, yeah, like trying to do this a similar thing, but with the hair on my head. And then I would just let my hair grow out long and people would always be like, oh my God, like your hair is so long. So I just kind of got in the routine of like chopping my hair off, letting it grow really long. And then I would donate it, like I cut it and donate it and then kind of rinse and mm-hmm. repeat. And so I had this like mm-hmm. interesting relationship with, I'd start like something really masculine and kind of have euphoria, but it would kind of scare me. And then I just like, I'm mm-hmm. also probably just lazy. And I just kind of like, let it go. And oh, it's like this, now it's shaggy and now it's here and now it's long and now it's like really long. Sometimes when I see photos of myself with that long hair, I'm like, who is that? And it's not that I, I dislike long hair either. It's just that it does make me look more feminine. I think like in our world view, I think that once I present more masculine and can be kind of read more correctly as a guy, I would totally like to have long hair again. I was gonna ask, yeah. Like I also have similar thoughts around it where I am not adverse to the idea of growing my hair out at some point, but it needs to be at a point where I feel comfortable with a lot of other parts of my exterior first and then I can sort of tackle the long hair. But what I've been thinking about is that what I like about this whole sort of trans journey, particularly the trans mask journey, well, I say that 
it might it might even sort of happen for the trans femme journey too but it's this sense of autonomy of choice like right i now can have the haircut that i want and i've chosen that so then in future if i decide that i'm going mm. to go for another hairstyle that may be typically associated with a different gender that i don't identify as that's okay because then again I've had the autonomy of choice to choose that whereas as a kid I was like I did not have that ability to choose there was no choice available really for me there and if there was it was kind of within a more restricted container whereas now it's like I can choose to do whatever the hell I want with my hair and that is like so freeing Yes, absolutely. I feel like so much of the context of what I did with my hair was about other people and making them comfortable. And looking back on it, I can get that now. It's like, why? You know, when I was a kid, like I was such a tomboy, like some people would be like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't have shorter hair. But it it definitely was tied up with I didn't want to look too boyish because I knew that that was not a good thing to get read as a guy. But isn't that kind of wild? That like we would something as like almost trivial, even though like it's it is a really important part of our identity, mm. but at the same time it is just hair. Like that we would that we <laughs> would even go to such small details as that to keep other people comfortable and safe. I find that so such a weird thing to think about now, but I know that I still do it even now as an adult. Totally. And I feel like that's just a universal thing. Like anyone that's listening that's not trans is like, I've done that. (laughs) Like, I'm sure they have, you know, like you didn't do, you didn't dye your hair the color you wanted to because someone was going to get upset about it or whatever it is. Yes. Right. I even kind of more recently when I had short hair and I was just kind of committing to like, oh, like this was in my more like, let's be masculine again stage and like cutting my hair really, really, really short. Mm -hmm. And I kind of did like a mohawk thing um, because I'd always there's there's another hair story that I'd always wanted to have like a mohawk and just talking about like my kind of identity with like punk rock yeah I there you so oh that's what I was gonna say is like emo is kind of androgynous whereas punk can kind of be more gendered in a way like there's a certain way that like female punk rockers will look or do their hair to like identify themselves as more feminine so usually they'll have like you know they'll have like the mohawk or the spikes but they'll have like the hair here like they'll Mm. kind of have like a little bit coming down where it's like more feminine Mm -hmm. and even when I was younger I remember being like I don't want that like I don't want the girl version like I always wanted the boy version of things like (laughs) wow yeah, like with clothes, with clothes too, obviously. But yeah, with the haircut, like it was like, no, I want like the boy one. So more recently, one of my friends that does hair, uh, they do an awesome job. I was like, Coral, I want a mohawk. Like, let's do this. Like, let's be mohawk buddies. And so they gave me my mohawk haircut. And it was so, I was awesome. Like, we were just like walking around. I felt like so like empowered with this haircut that I no, had. No, wait, are we going to see a picture of that too? I'll definitely share a photo of it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, amazing. <laughs> and I definitely, I wanted to like go crazy with it. I, I want to dye it colors. And, you know, there's always things with like where you work and everything. And there always seems to be like a reason yeah. that I couldn't do all these crazy hair colors. But now I don't really have that so much. So you might be seeing my hair change color a little bit because I feel like I never got to like express that when I was younger. Like I bleached it a couple times. That was like, whoa, bleaching my hair. <laughs> But I never got to uh, to do the color. Actually, the high school I went to, we weren't allowed to dye our hair crazy colors. So Yeah, no, me neither. And then in college, I just always still felt the threat of like, oh, like, you know, you're not going to be respected or you're not going to be able to get a job. And 
you know, I can't, I'm not going to blame my mom for everything, but she definitely was kind of over me telling me these things, which like, there is Mm -hmm. some advice in that, right? Like people will judge you. Like hopefully we're trying to Mm -hmm. eradicate that. But I definitely had those thoughts in my head a lot about what I should and shouldn't do with my hair, according to my parents. Yeah. This autonomy thing that you're talking about, like it so resonates, it so resonates that like you can just, what would you like? You can just do that. And if it makes you happy, that's that's what matters. If it doesn't make someone else happy or they're like offended by yeah. it, that's really their problem. Yes. Which is really hard to not internalize. But um, yeah, I've definitely done a lot of things with my hair over time that have probably sort of made some people a bit disgruntled. Um, I did once dye my hair blue in, in school and um, I got a one day suspension from my headmistress. And But my suspension wasn't even that I was allowed to go home. I had to sit outside her office for the whole day. And... Um, and then I was ordered to go back home and dye my hair black again. Um, and I remember saying to her, because she, she came out of her office at the lunch break and said to me, why did you dye your hair blue? And I said, well, the thing is, is that if we were in a world full of people who dyed their hair blue, you would be the odd one out for dyeing your hair blonde. Because she had like peroxide blonde hair. Yes, I love it. It's always the people that dye their hair and then they're going to like, why are you dyeing your hair? Why, why do you think? Why did you dye your hair? Because <laughs> you like it. And she said, that's an interesting theory, but wrong. <laughs> and then left me to sit outside of her office for the rest wow. of the day. Wow. Um, so for you, with the hair dyeing, it wasn't really so much your family? Like your family was cool with it? Or were you like no, rebellious actually, teen? No, actually, I mean, like- I think like with a lot of things that I do, there is always this initial first reaction of, really? Are you, are you sure you want to do that? My parents are quite like conservative people. Uh, they're just kind of very sensible and they're quite happy in their sensibility whereas like I always wanted to push a little bit I just wanted to like push push and just you know see what would happen Um, but because I grew up in this environment of sensibility I didn't want to ever push too far I wasn't this huge wild child so then dyeing my hair blue did not seem like this massive well no it did actually it it did seem like this massive thing but in the context of you know all the different things I could have done with my hair at that age it did not seem like this massive thing. Um, Just to pause for a second. Yes. It's funny that you dyed your hair blue because it was literally the color that I always said I was going to dye my hair was blue. Why are we like having parallel life experiences? I was going to bleach it and then like put blue in it. (laughs) There's so many hair experiences that we have. I know. And like, I think what it was was that like, it's obviously such like a, public facing part of you you know mm-hmm. if people are looking at your face then your hair inevitably is going to be within their eye line too so it kind of makes sense that you would want your hair to empower you to be aligned with how you feel about yourself how you think about yourself and give you confidence i suppose is the ultimate thing you know the way that i've deemed it is that i started to in quotes assimilate in terms of i grew it long and was like I'm going to try and see if I can do this like pretty girl thing. Like I'm going to grow it long, see how I feel about it. And it was the bane of my life. I hated it. It just wouldn't, 
because it's so thick and heavy, it wouldn't take any style. So I used to liken it to like a heavy set of curtains that would just like hang from the ceiling and you couldn't really do anything with it. Like you could sort of push it over one side and it would stay there, push it over another side, it would stay there. That's about it. That's all you could do, you know. You could never you could never curl it, you could never put any waves into it. Like you couldn't do anything because it would just all fall out. I my hair would not take curl either when I was a kid. Like my mom would like wrap it in curlers to like go out at night and like within twenty minutes she'd be like, and nothing. <laughs> yeah so you had the long hair and you're like this is not I'm not vibing with this and did you was it then that you're like you know what I'm just a short hair person like did that kind of intertwine with like your gender experience um there was definitely like a disgruntlement around it in terms of I was like this hair is not for me but I feel like I have to have it again that sense of like autonomy and a feeling of obligation and would you get compliments too? Because when I had long hair, like my grandparents especially would be like, your hair is so beautiful. You look so pretty. Like those kind of comments would come out more and it always made me feel like off. I would only ever get them from the hairdressers and the hairdressers would only ever compliment me on how thick it was. And I'd be like, yeah, I hate how thick it is. <laughs> <laughs> me too. They'd be like, your hair is so thick and coarse. I'm like, is that a good thing? <laughs> Uh, people watching now are going to be like, your hair was never thick and coarse. It was. It was. <laughs> and then I remember I got it cut really short in 2019, December 21st. I remember the day. I got it cut sh- really short by a friend who was a hairdresser. This is so recent. Time, yeah, the whole time she was cutting it, she was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, they do that. I'm like so certain about this. Rip the band-aid. I said I would like this. Why are you doing this to me? You're torturing exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. You sure you want to do this, right? Yes. Yes, I do. So you went from short hair as a kid and then kind of the emo cut and then it was like long hair really until recently. Is that? Yeah. After that haircut experience, I then sort of grew out the top and ended up with like a top knot with like the sides and the back shaved and that ended up also being a really convenient lockdown haircut where everyone had to like have their partners or their spouse cut their hair (laughs) so that was like an easy sort of one grain job for Frankie to sort of buzz up and down the sides and the back of my hair um but then I still wanted this hair that I've got now and you still were like not quite there yet to do it it's funny, like you had this want, right? Like you had this want, yeah. but you were like still stopped. So massively. And like, it wasn't until, so I got this haircut in September, 2021. So where are we now? We're in March, 2022. So I've only probably had it for about six months. And how do you feel? Um, how do you feel yeah, with the haircut so like, of your dreams? I mean, it looks great on you. Ah, like. It does, it like fit, it fits. <laughs> Dreamy. <laughs> so dreamy he's so dreamy <laughs> it's the hair it's only the hair you could replace the face with anything else it's just the hair <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> the hair is accentuating the face come on this is true this is true um yeah no it is you're right it is a dream like the like kid frit i often think about kid frit actually because kid frit knew exactly what he wanted mm. And just through loads of societal limitations, just couldn't have what he wanted and couldn't be treated the way that he wanted to be treated. So now at the age of 33, I'm like living out Kid Fritz dreams. But I mean, we had to go through a hell of a long period of time to get here. 
which is wild it's yeah i find that like so full-on that we've had to basically wait like you know for this mm-hmm. period of time but it makes it really exciting doesn't it it makes it exciting and you really you really are grateful for what you have like to be able to to get it too you're like what? yeah like that's what i was saying that's like true. this kind of level of joy where you're like oh my gosh i didn't know it could be like this life can be like this that's so true actually yeah like it really is kind of a privilege to be able to be able to put into motion the dreams that you've had since you were a kid like i hadn't thought about that but yeah like not everyone can do this obviously no and and there are like i said before too like of course this is a very trans experience but i know there's other people out there that aren't trans who have done a similar thing with whatever it is it could be Mm -hmm. your hair could be something else that you're just you're not allowing yourself to be happy because you're like so worried what everyone else is gonna think or how what box they're gonna put you into so i feel like once we can break out of that that's when freedom freedom yeah this the joy and like and and i think too it it helps you to be less judgmental of other people once you can find your own peace with what it is that you want because you won't care as much you'll just be happy that they're happy you know because you already have your happiness you're like i got i mean i'm not so happy about my hair right now but (laughs) that's another thing Well, we're going to put in photos of your hair that you really love. It's yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, and I I did finally dye my hair. So I did the bleaching in high school, but then more recently, just to end with another silly little photo, last Halloween, I was like, I'm going to be Luke Skywalker. And then I changed my mind after we watched all of the Star Wars <laughs> films. Like, we literally watched all of them. And, and Clone Wars, we watched it all, people. The whole canon. It was a lot. I mean, I love Star Wars, but it was a lot. And there's there's some interesting ones in there. Let's not get into that. Um, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna be. Um, I don't. I'm not. I shouldn't be Luke. I need to be. Um, what's his face? Kylo Ren. I was like, Luke. Like I'm Kylo Ren right now. Like I am wrestling with the darkness, and there's a lot of drama. I'm gonna be Kylo Ren. So clearly, I need to dye my hair black. So we did it. We did a home a home dye job, and that was a weird moment. We're just changing my hair color. I was like whoa who am i <laughs> like every time darren would see me or like we had a friend over they're like whoa dark man <laughs> i was emo boy yes i liked it. it it totally changed my vibe so i think i think that this uh this next year and coming is going to be exploration of different hair colors and styles so to round off this episode ryan do you have a question that you would like to ask anyone who is watching or listening right now Yes, I do have a question for y'all. What what do you hair what does hair and your hairstyle mean to you? Has there ever been a point in your life where you felt like you felt more like yourself because of a haircut? Or if you're a trans person, was there a moment where you had gender dis gender dysphoria because of your hair and then you changed something and suddenly you had this moment of extreme euphoria just from a simple haircut or a hairstyle or something you did? Let us know in the comments below on YouTube or uh, tweet at us, trans at mask. I'm going to get used to saying this. <laughs> tweet at us. <laughs> yeah, let us know. I'm curious because hair has been obviously such a huge kind of momentous thing for us. I would love to hear your stories out there. Yes. Big thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoy our show, please follow us on your podcast platform and leave us a review if you can, because that really helps us to spread the word about this podcast and all the fun that we're having with it. If you're watching on YouTube, then please click the thumbs up, subscribe and leave a comment. Uh, And we also have our 
email, which is trans at mask at gmail.com. So please do send in your reviews, comments that way, or any new episode ideas too. We're always open to new suggestions. And of course, join our community in any one of those ways or what's going to happen to them, Ryan, if they don't join our community this time? No ice cream for you. No ice cream for you. You heard it here first. Forever. <laughs> forever. No ice cream forever. Okay, maybe maybe just for a year. A year off of ice cream. No, I like it. I like the savagery of I like the savagery of forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forever. I take it back. It's forever. Join our community in any one of those ways by either following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment. Otherwise, no ice cream for you ever again. It's gonna be rough. Right, until next time, stay magical. <laughs> <laughs>